Not every film can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stays shit forever? And which one's got a little bit better? Second chance movies. No poor blunts were harmed in the making of this podcast. Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies and despises Orlando Bloom because of my wife's high school crush. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your one and done kind of movie viewer who thinks Orlando Bloom is very pretty but brings nothing else to the table. And today, we're giving the movie Troy a second chance. So Troy, back in 2004, excited audiences, giving us a, a big grand scope of the Homer's Iliad. And so um, reviews were pretty positive for the most part, just big epic scale of a movie. Um, and we want to know, does that still hold up over time? Yeah, I remember um, this was a very, like you said, big scale movie. Uh, people, I I think people were really into it at the time. Um, I know I was for some reason as a child. I thought this movie was cinema. Um, First of all, I, I could, there's definitely one, maybe two reasons why we all enjoyed this movie. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, is he just beautiful in this movie? just we'll get into that yeah we'll get into that but oh yeah 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 all right so to get us to start us off just a warning for everyone spoiler warning we're gonna be talking about this movie yeah and um um, if you don't know the story it's literally thousands of years old that's on you not us (laughs) let's get into it for those of you who do not remember the story of troy let me read IMDb summary for you. Please do. An adaptation of an adaptation of Homer's great epic. The film follows the assault on Troy by the United Greek forces and the chronicles the fates of the men involved. I mean, that's that is like what happens. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a very rough talk of it. Um, how would let me see how I would describe this movie to someone like, hey. This is what Troy's about. Let me just give you the lowdown of this movie. Mm-hmm. Beautiful men fight for three hours. Mythology is not 100% accurate, and I'm more than fine with that. It's like, very close to how I would describe it, too. Um, you know, gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful people doing war stuff, and they all look great, and the war stuff is fun. So yes, yeah, so obviously, as we're talking, this was not our first time viewing this movie. I this definitely wasn't my second time, but it had been years since I saw it. And I remember I saw this like when it came out when I was like eleven, and watching it now, that fact is insane because this is violent as hell. Oh. Like, why was I allowed to watch this? But yeah, I remember being younger and was like really into it. I thought it was like movie magic like wonderful um 
so yeah, I was curious to see how I thought now as an adult. I think my first time I saw it in theaters and I thought like, yeah, this was fun. But then I watched it later as an adult. And I think I was just drinking while watching this and just rooting for everyone to just fight everyone. Like, yeah, you get this. I was getting so amped into it. All the fights happened because one thing that I like about this movie, I'm going to say off the bat, there's no good side or bad side. Yeah. Every, everyone is just, yeah, there is, there's two sides fighting, but there is not one hero. We got people on this side we like, this side we like, and we don't like. And so it's just fighting. Yeah. And I'm rooting for all the fights. Yeah. I think it's really cool how like it's a big war epic, but you're not, you care about people on both sides. You dislike people on both sides and everyone hates Agamemnon on both sides as well. So it's like really that's cool true, yeah. that that's the vibe is like, you don't want a winner. You just want to watch them fight and let you like them. You just remind me of something. Um, there's a lot of confusing names in this movie. So I will many. not pronounce them correctly. Mostly because I don't remember some of them being said in the movie. I just had to read about them. So, yeah. yeah. And well, I'm already really bad with character names. So I'm just going to be saying the actors. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> Agamemnon, I can't, I can't do that unless I'm focused. I can do Achilles. Agamemnon. Brian Cox is way easier to say. And more fun. Or you could say Succession Daddy, which is what I call him. For those of my Succession fans out there. You want to hear what some people thought about this the first time they watched it? Let's hear what the people were saying. Let's get into some reviews. Okay. Um, let's let's always start out positive. I, think I found another Nell Minow. Oh, my girl. Okay. Yeah. Did Previously, she do two about this movie again? She was like, no, she only did one. I guess she wasn't doubling up this time. Um <laughs> But in this one, she did, uh, Nell Minow from Common Sense Media, violent, watered-down version of the Iliad. That's supposed to be positive? I don't <laughs> see how it was positive. It was listed as positive. <laughs> she had rated the movie positively. But um, I, I get a sense that Nell does not like violence. Called <laughs> out violence. All I, right. I feel like you should know that going in. David Denby from The New Yorker wrote, harsh, serious, and both exhilarating and tragic. The right tonal combination for Homer. I think so. I mean, I think there's a, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of emotions and things happening. So I think, yeah, there's a good uh, tonal balance in everything. Moira McDonald with Seattle Times wrote, as summer movie entertainment, Troy delivers the Trojan horse. And then some. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rich Klein of Shadows on the Wall. Oh. If only Peterson and Benioff had stayed truer to their original tale and resisted Hollywood's tendency to dumb down the story and the big up the production design. Okay. I, okay. So here's the thing. It's based on an epic piece of literature, not just like a cute little book, like a, a book. Like we, did not adapt, we did not adapt Cat in the Hat. We're right. a big book. A very big book that you have to condense into like two, two and a half, yeah, two and a half well, hours. They did it in three. They did it in three. 
but for theatrical they had to trim it so like it's not dumbing it down so much as like trying to cram it all in in a very short amount of time so disagree with that I don't I mean I don't know if I would consider it dumbed down or just like told in a flashier medium also yeah Beninoff Game of Thrones bro was the writer which blew my mind because the whole time watching it I was like I definitely get a Game of Thrones vibe but that's probably just my millennial brain that's one of my first things I said to the wife I said this feels like Game of Thrones yeah and, and then the credits roll and I'm like oh, oh that's why oh. <laughs> uh yeah that may be why he got the gig on Game of Thrones could be I mean you know like I said this to you already but like man thank god this already had an ending and he didn't have to make one up because otherwise <laughs> otherwise achilles would have been crushed by a building or some stupid shit let's start shitting on this movie oh man <laughs> carol clinn of las vegas review journal now this was a positive score but a negative comment so i okay. do have to state that just because you look like a Greek god doesn't mean you should play one. Brad Pitt, this means you. First of all. Damn. He, I, I, I always thought like Achilles was like a Greek god in like mythology. Mm -hmm. He was like dipped in uh, to like special... Except like, the foot. Yeah, except the, his heel. Yeah. That's where they were holding him. Right. Um, and so we all know like, Achilles heel like term. Right. But like this movie... Gods are just someone they talk about. He is not actually a god. Um, which would have been a very interesting movie had there actually been, like, gods in their fight. That would have been nuts. That would have been that's, so nuts. That's a, that's a reboot remake I want. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Brad Pitt, there's a lot... A lot of the negative reviews come for Brad Pitt. Like, they were like, mm-mm. Which I'm like, honey, just look at him. That's all you need. Anyway, Lori Hoffman with Atlantic City Weekly said, the gladiator epic is a male stripper fantasy with Brad Pitt removing his armor as much as possible. First of all, Lori, he's not removing his armor enough, in my opinion. Um, oh, he, he goes, he we gets see, all we the see, armor off. We see we get two, a lot of butt. two butts. Two butts. Two, two butt Brad butts? Two Brad butts. There's a lot of Which butts was in this. too, too many for Lori. She did not like that. All right. Matthew Lucas of The Dispatch. With all the over-the-top costumes and sets, it looks more like a television movie of the week than a big summer event flick. So rude. So that comment does not hold up over time because uh, our TV has gotten amazing. Yeah, right. so, so, so much so, we get a Game of Thrones that's even better, like... Oh man. Yeah, didn't didn't see that one coming, sir. Um, I disagree though. I think like the sets and visuals are like just beautiful. It's epic. Yeah. It's definitely like for the big summer movies. Oh yeah. It still holds up, I think. It does definitely. not look like TV. TV no. to me, especially like early 2000s was still rubbing off from the 90s and it was just like it would have been campy as mm -hmm. hell. No, these this was like I was still they like away. stapled the costume together. <laughs> There's like wooden swords, like ah. <laughs> There's a background extra just playing on his cell phone. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't have had that back then. 
No, but he would have a Starbucks coffee cup like Game of Thrones. Oh! Jonathan Romney from Independent UK said, wooden horse, wooden acting, wouldn't bother if I were you. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> I love the puns. <laughs> Here's another coming for Brad Pitt one. I'll, like oh. a lot, I think, I think people are just jealous of Brad Pitt. What do I, maybe? <laughs> Was this around the time, like maybe these critics were pissed that he left Jennifer Aniston and they hate him. This was right before that. Oh, okay. This might have been happening because, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith film or releases in 2005. This is released in 04, so they would have been filming then. So this might have been when people were upset about that. I mean, I was always team Jen. I still am. We all are Team Jen. <laughs> anyway, Daniel Egan from Film Journal International said, this is really Brad Pitt's show. And while he gives a physically impressive performance, he fails to find a way to turn Achilles into the hero this story demands. I don't know if it's the Brad Pitt show. He's definitely, definitely a star attraction. But I feel like it's a Brad Pitt. And Eric Bana definitely is... Yeah. Like he's up there, man. Yeah. Jimmy O of Film Snobs said, with some good action acting from Pitt and Banna, it's a shame that Troy doesn't make enough out of the romantic center of this story. I fully agree. <laughs> um, yeah, with with the basis of the war being Paris steals Helen. Um, I don't know if Paris and Helen know each other they just are like wow you're attractive you're attractive let's run off together we're in love so you speaking like boats? <laughs> mm, i do not like riding well tough shit because we are riding back to my home in a boat speaking of should we get into our second chance with this movie <laughs> yeah let's talk about our second chance with this movie all right so i'm gonna be honest I was expecting not to like this movie uh, because I was a kid when I liked it. And so I thought my taste was probably very different. So I didn't, I thought it wouldn't have aged well, would have been, you know, kind of cheesy now, but I ended up enjoying it, but there are flaws. And like we were saying to me, a huge flaw is the love story that is the center of this whole war story. I, I will say that any any flaws this movie does have, I can easily look past. I agree. It's like whatever, just right. get on with it. Because <laughs> there's so much like action and like there's so much drama happening with like these people are attacking these people. They hate them. She's getting stolen. Like oh my god, what? There's so many things. You killed him, so I have to kill you. Oh, but now you killed him, so I got to kill you. Whew. There's a lot. And a lot so, of it is done so well that you're right. Like flaws, I can forgive them okay. for sure. Who cares at this point? Right. So yeah, you wanted to start off with their love story? I do. I just want to get it out of the way because yeah. yeah. it's definitely something I have issues with. The whole Iliad or whatever, the Trojan War is really the the starting point is Helen getting kidnapped or stolen or running off. I don't know how you want to how we need to describe it in this movie she's like running away 
with Paris. Paris <laughs> is Orlando Bloom. And I right off the bat have to say, uh, Dan Kruger and Orlando Bloom are Helen and Paris. Gorgeous people. Yeah. But no chemistry. The two of them had, in my opinion, no chemistry whatsoever. I think they only have one scene together, too, where it's just the two of them. And it's like them about to bone or boning. So I counted. They have uh, two two scenes where it's oh, okay. just the two of them. Uh, oh <laughs> What's the second? It's just they're like in Troy and she's like, did we make a mistake? And he's like, yeah, but we're in love. So it's fine. And then she's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, So the introduction to this relationship is super weird. So okay, like yeah. the Trojans, including Eric Bana, who's uh, Hector, Orlando Bloom's older brother and Orlando Bloom and a bunch of their homies are over uh, at the Greeks. They've been fighting for a very long time, but now there's peace. They're, so they're like, cool, cool, cool. We're going to just kick it. Um, the way we establish there's a romance is that uh, Helen goes upstairs and a few minutes later, Orlando Bloom goes upstairs and Eric Bana looks and sees him following her and is like, Mm-mm-mm, I don't like that. And then and this is after her husband, who is, I guess, the king of that area, mm-hmm. uh, played by Brendan Gleeson, is just bragging about like, I forgot who he's bragging to, but he's just like, I could have any woman. Doesn't really matter. The wife is just for procreating and making pretty kids. But I can <laughs> do anything as a king. I can have anyone because I'm a king. So my thoughts are like, okay, so she leaves who gives a shit yeah with somebody else yeah so it's like set up like ah she don't really matter that much to him and this is not a movie's fault this is just the story of yes health of troy who gives a shit dude she (laughs) left you you're the king uh but then it kind of becomes so his king that king helen's husband his brother is agamemnon succession daddy brian cox um and he's all about power so he's like let's go to troy everything let's yeah let's go to troy let's get her and then i'm just gonna take it over and rule it so like it's about helen but it's sort that it evolves to not but anyway at the beginning it's supposed to be about helen and paris and the king and all this but like literally yeah the establishing is like we see them go upstairs and then we see them like either just about to bang or just had banged and they're like, I like you. I like you too. That's so nice. But I have to leave tomorrow. Oh, I don't. What if What if we go together? And it's like, how did you meet? How long has this been going on? Who are you guys? <laughs> like, there's no sort of like build up so that we see the significance of them leaving together. And also another thing is that when they do leave and war is about to start, they are like, not that remorseful that like a ton of people are gonna die <laughs> because of them yeah because of them because of them they're like oh but we're in love let us be yeah, yeah we just love each other all the love yay love <laughs> and i don't i don't feel their love i don't see how like oh yeah no this war is definitely worth it these two need to be together at all and I feel like halfway through, we I forget Helen's there. Yeah. She's not even like an issue. It's just more like, well, we're here. We're going to take over Troy. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. I actually didn't really care that she, they took Helen away. 
I was just my excuse to come over here and take over this place. Yeah, which is cool and interesting. But like literally the first, I'd say like 30 minutes or so, I was very bored. And I, I attribute a lot of it to not connecting with those two and then being on board with like, oh, okay, no, they, got, they have to be together. They have to run away together. It's love. Yeah. I didn't, and again, like, I don't, Diane Kruger is not a bad actress. Orlando Bloom is handsome and charming and can say words. So, but for some reason, these two together, they just, they didn't like have chemistry either. Um, so I didn't like enjoy even seeing them together the, for the couple minutes we actually do. And when they're apart and they're like talking about each other, it also just feels like, I don't, I don't feel your love. I don't at all. Um, let's talk about the only other, there's two other relationships in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So I'm into one, this way more. One is Hector and his wife. That makes sense that they like each other. They're married. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, he's faithful. He likes yeah. her. They and get they, a nice scene about wonderful. Don't need to talk yeah. about them. They're great. Yeah. Um, oh man. Pitt gets thrown a woman. Um, yes. Who turned out to be Rose Byrne. I was my bridesmaids. Mom. I didn't I was, know she was in this. When I first saw this in theaters, she was not a name. No. Not a household name. Now uh-uh. she's in a lot of things. Yeah. I and she I was like, she's so little. She's so tiny. She's so tiny. I did not like so she's like a, a Trojan priestess who's kidnapped. She's the cousin of Hector and Paris. Yeah. So she's also very significant in Troy. She's kidnapped and basically made to be a, a sex slave to the Greeks and um so she is like busted up when we first see her but she's still gorgeous like that's what is so mind-blowing is like even when the people are supposed to be ugly they're beautiful and anyway Achilles uh steps in and is like no 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 we ain't abusing her I ain't into this I don't like this so he takes her into his tent and is like you can like I'm, I'm not gonna rape you like yeah. you do you <laughs> just just yeah, you just can stay, just be here. Stay the safety here. <laughs> I was way more into their love story than the one that actually starts the war. <laughs> like yeah, way more. Like, even like throughout this, like he helps defend her and stuff like that. And I guess she's I don't know grateful or just like man, he is a nice guy. They end up sleeping together. Um, but then like oh man, he eventually. I don't know if we mentioned spoilers, but this is a, this is a big spoiler. Achilles kills Hector, which oh, is like the saddest moment in this movie, which is her cousin. So and she knows that like Pitt is going off and even to go fight Hector. And she knows they're fighting to the death. And when she sees Pitt back, she knows, oh, my cousin is dead. Oh, no. And even after that, she still like likes him. And he ends up like, letting freeing her letting her go back with her dad to be safe in troy and then when troy is burning he even is like helping her up and saving her so yeah i like that a lot when troy is being overrun and it's like achilles our warrior he's not fighting to fight he's fighting to find her like he is like where is she i gotta protect her i gotta save her and yet there's just it's all i cared about and paris is over here being like i gotta get out of here i'm scared i fucking hate him anyway we'll talk um, about 
We'll talk about him separately. We'll talk about him separately. But yeah, so it's interesting that like what's supposed to be our secondary or even third love story is the one that I am touched by way more than our main one. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, they're both great actors. They just like seemed like they like they definitely had the chemistry that Orlando Bloom and Diane Kruger were lacking. And their story just felt like like sweet and we got to see their relationship build and oh my god at the end when okay well spoiler but you already knew this if you didn't oh my god when he's getting shot in the arrow and he's dying he says to her something like you gave me peace in the time of war and it's like ah don't die it's like like i care but i'm so much more invested in them so what did you not like about this movie it sounds like we're pretty pro movie what do we not like well, the, do we want to just talk about certain characters? No, let's um, talk about what we didn't like. What okay. did you not like? So I, I definitely did not like the Helen and Paris relationship. And I could, like, a- after a while, Helen is completely forgotten about. Like, so she's whatever. But Paris is still floating around. And he is the worst. Paris is the character I root to lose the entire way i want him first to of, die and he first survives of all, you start he's the one of the only people that survives this he's the reason this has happened because he's taken helen away and then when oh, i know the greeks get like, there they're like yeah. well hey let's have her husband and her new boyfriend fight to the death no it's his idea it's his idea it was it's his idea his idea no yeah he sucks yeah so parrot everyone's like all right well i guess we got to go to war and paris is like no guys let me handle it i'm gonna fight the king and like whoever wins gets her and whoever loses dies his He's dead his dad gives him like the sword of the troy sword to help troy. this fight and Bridget gleason just beats the shit out of this kid and cuts his leg and he's like crawling back to his brother like brother no uh, and holding on to his leg i was like oh man just no you've lost this is on you man take it you gotta do this i mean this is not the movie's fault again yeah because it's an adaptation but i hated that moment so much because what a little shit like you got yourself into this mess you fucking get yourself out but no he crawls to his brother's feet and wraps around his legs like i don't wanna i don't wanna i don't wanna and it's like Fuck you. Also, like, you are the king's son. You have resources galore. Your brother is a badass warrior. How can you not fight, sir? Like, you can't fight? You can't do a sword, sir? He can do do archery. I don't know why he didn't just go, oh, ding, and just get him. Well, we didn't say what weapons we couldn't use. (laughs) I'm an archer for all my years at Middle Earth. Bing, bing, bing. Back to Paris being a huge shitbag. Yeah, fuck him. So he gets saved. Fuck that guy. At the end, when Brad Pitt, Achilles is helping out Rose Byrne, he, he's saving her from being injured. Paris comes and shoots him with an arrow in Gus, his Achilles heel. Woo! Um, which, uh, I get it. Sure. It, sure, you had to have that moment. <laughs> of but course. But just... He's helping your cousin. What are you fucking doing? And just keeps fucking loading. And she's like, no. Yeah, and he keeps like, pumping him with arrows. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I guess he did just 
kill your brother, but your brother went out honorably, unlike you did. Like, your brother would not be dead had you just died the way you, like... And if you had not taken a woman, sir, this is all on you. This is you. All on you. What are you doing to Achilles? And, like... Uh, and and it's like his only moment where we see him actually like be a man and like battle because he's such a little like brat. Or stand up for himself, yeah. And stand like yeah, like stand yeah, up for himself, what? defend I will, Troy. I will defend <laughs> Troy against the one person that's helping us. Mm, and she, what gets me, yeah, is like she's yelling like stop, stop, I'm fine, like stop, and he's just shooting the love of her life in front of her, and then is like, okay, we gotta go. Even, he even like breaks it off his arm like it's sticking in him he breaks it's like what the fuck are you doing yeah like dude stop <laughs> i'm you, you've shot me enough come on oh. come on oh that i pissed me off so much uh and yeah i just because it's like the, it's not a redeeming quality to be like i gotta save my cousin now's my chance to be a hero no he sucks and his heroic moment was all wrong again can't blame the movie because it's an adaptation but i i still want to blame ben enough for it so i will i will um so can we talk about eric banna because we've talked we about sh- him a little bit but we sure can oh my god okay first of all wow is he gorgeous in this movie especially <laughs> like wow 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 like i always found him very handsome ba ba boo wow <laughs> But I've always found him handsome because he is. But in this movie, I was like, oh, I see you. I see you now, Eric Bana. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I think Eric, uh, Hector and Achilles are like the only two honorable people in this movie that we're like rooting for. Yes. On either side. I'm like, hell yeah, both of you guys. I like these guys so much. They're my favorites of this movie. And then they have to fight each other to the oh. death. I'm like, no, I like them both so much. So good job, movie, for making me like the two, putting the two most likable characters against each other. Oh my God. It's a hard watch. Cause yeah, you don't want either one of them to die. Their fight, cause oh. their fight is epic. It is the best sword fight, hand-to-hand combat in any like epic movie like this. So what I've learned because I did a little, I did a minimal amount of research for this movie. Oh, that's good. There, this fight took them, I guess, months to train. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is those two. There are no stunt doubles in any part of this. Really? Whoa. They have choreographed it. The choreographers did it in a way where they could get two actors that don't know fights. I even listened to some of the special features. Even Eric Brown's like, yeah, as an actor, like, yeah, I they choreographed in a way that even I could do this. Whoa. Um, yeah. Um, what I also learned was that Pitt and Banna made a little side wager with each other. If anyone hit the other, the for any like small hit, $50, any large bad hit, $100. That way they could like, you know, oh, I hit you, here's some money. Um, <laughs> Brad Pitt ended up owing Banna Banna owed Pitt? Nothing. (laughs) Oh, Banna. Damn. Banna's a true warrior. Wow. I am so impressed because 
I was so impressed by the choreography for that scene watching it. And I thought there, there was had to be stunt doubles because it's just so well done. I cannot believe it's actually them because some Both of those of them, sequences are like, oh my God. Even like twirling like staffs around behind his back. This is Achilles. Staff behind his back through the like opening of the shield. I'm just yeah. like, I've never seen any of these like techniques. And this is so impressive. It, it's oh. very impressive and they're both very strong warriors so it's like really unlike like it's like who is anyone's game man like any like and this so the stakes feel very high um and because you know one is not going to survive right one is not going to survive and we both we like both of them and they're both beasts so like oh my god and, and Hector takes a hit. Hector takes a hit. But okay, I also think, like you said, these two men were like the most honorable. So the whole reason they battle is because uh, in an earlier war scene, uh, Achilles' cousin, played by Garrett Hedlund. Hello. Oh my God. He's such a baby. This is his first first big role. It's insane. I, again, was like, oh my God. Um, He He looks looks like brad pitt yes a big factor into this yes looks like brad pitt looks like brad pitt good job casting with him he decided to wear achilles armor Mm -hmm. and of course hector thinks it's achilles and kills him in the in a battle because he's not that good of a fighter yeah but he was jones in for a fight like he wanted to fight and achilles was like nah bro and he's like well i'm gonna do it anyway and that Hector, didn't work out. Hector kills him, and when he realizes, takes out the mask, and realizes it's, it's not uh, Achilles. He has to give him that death anyway because he had slit his throat. Yeah, like, well, yeah. I have to kill him because he, and then does it honorably. Yeah. And then because everyone is like, "Holy shit, this just happened!" Both sides stop fighting for this, and Hector's like, "You know what? That's enough fighting for today. Um, yes. we've had enough. So, bye." They take a lot of breaks. They take a lot of war breaks. (laughs) But I do like that he like stopped everyone like, hey guys, what I did was a uh uh-oh, no, no. Yeah. Mm, We gotta stop. That was so powerful on Banna's end because you can tell like like just the way he acted it was beautiful like he's he has he thinks he kills achilles he thinks he's taken him out greeks are done we're gonna win this war and then the reveal that it's not him like he feels so bad because he's also such a young kid fighting and he just murdered him and then yeah he's got to do the mercy kill it's just like oh my god so like and banna to me and both achilles also had the most sense out of like anyone there (laughs) because they're both like why are we fighting guys this is dumb like we (laughs) stop like banna keeps giving him ways to be like hey let's not do this let's do this and everyone's like well the gods say we shouldn't listen to you and they're always wrong oh let's take a moment of silence for eric banna oh. thank God, you i think i love him i think i'm obsessed with him now <laughs> well if you love eric banna you could check out ang Lee's hulk or jedi patel's funny people or uh, Dirty John, the miniseries. He's great in that. And he plays a total okay. creep. Um, um, you could avoid Munich. It's super boring. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. He's leaving it. And it's, it's a snooze fest. I, All right. This might be dramatic to say, but I'm going to say it. I think, I think 
Eric Bana should have been up for some awards for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> I don't get to choose who gets nominated. No. <laughs> so after seeing this, I was just thinking the entire time, what if we had actually had like Achilles, like a Greek god? What if we had Greek gods? Maybe not necessarily in this because Achilles seems like he's the only Greek god. But like, I would love this tone, this like Game of Styles vibe with like the mythology books. I don't know if you are familiar with Greek mythology. I mean, a uh, Greek mythology, bit. I think, was like a book that we had to like read in high school. Mm. Like, there's a chapter about Zeus, there's a chapter about Apollo, like they've got them all. And I think that would be a really fun mini series and/or movie. That would, that's like broken up into chapters maybe like sin city where it's like you know every like 40 minutes to an hour is like someone else's story so it's probably a mini series would be better and then maybe at the end they kind of all because like if the other characters pop up in the other people's stories you just get the same actors and make it chronological you know that sounds dope and i think oh. nowadays we have the technology to make something like that really cool because yeah i I think Greek mythology is fascinating. Um, I'm not super well versed in it, but like what I do know about it is so interesting and such compelling storytelling. Um, and in this, like the gods are just referenced. I think Rose Byrne is like, why did you decide to be a warrior? And he's like, I didn't. I was just like born this way. Dad got style. Um, but we don't, yeah, we don't get any sort of like gods or with him the only, the only person has like mystic powers i think is achilles i want to say it's his mom i don't really know it's that's oh, not really yeah, established yeah. the woman has one scene and she can like see into the future and that's is like right. hey, if you stay here you'll live a long life but no one will know who you are mm -hmm. if you go to that war you're gonna die but you will be a legend forever that's right and he wants that he wants that name and this is one thing that i hate about this movie but also is the reason this movie works the really well uh men and their fucking pride like the, yeah i've got to have my name on it i've got to be the winner like oh i hate it bro just like whatever who cares yeah, and everyone's got to be like i'm gonna be the champion the warrior i gotta get my truck football <laughs> i get my like, woman on the boat yeah oh my god Except i hate eric it. banna he's not like that in Except this. Banna. i just love i think i'm obsessed with eric banna now I think this is happening. I have, <laughs> I just have bad news for you. This is like peak Banna and you won't get better Banna. I know. Except Baba Booyow. I thought you were going to say he did some horrendous stuff to women and and then I was Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, he, uh, you know what? If we just want to talk about Eric Banna for the next like 20 minutes, I will. Um, I would because so, it turns out I'm realizing I'm absolutely in love with him. Yo, are but, we gonna have a spin-off series where we give second chances to every Eric Bana movie? Because like I'm not against that. Idea. And every episode of Dirty John show? It's pretty good. And it's based on a true story. And the true story is insane. We're gonna play that game. Your oh. favorite game. Okay. What's Megan talking about? <laughs> okay. This is a good one because you don't know the context. No. I bet this guy has a massive dong. Oh my god. <gasps> Out of oh. all the characters in this movie, who do you think she thought 
I bet this guy has a massive <laughs> dong. I am gonna take a risk, and I'm gonna say Brian Cox. No, far off. No, <laughs> as hilarious as Cox would be. No, it's not Cox. Do I get another guess? You'll get another guess. I want a real guess. <sighs> Is it Eric Bana? <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking in this whole movie. Someone as nice and kind and as talented as he is. Oh, he deserves he, it. He's got to have a massive dong to be that like. He's nice got to be secure, yeah. Because the people that aren't that are like loud and obnoxious, mm-hmm. they're covering up for that small dong. Mm-hmm. They're a little dinger. <laughs> oh yeah. She was referring to the very first person Brad Pitt has to fight. So right at the beginning, <laughs> when the two armies battle. The, they're oh, like, yeah. well, I'll put our best warrior against yours. And the best warrior for uh, the Spartans, I think it was. I think, I think it's so. the Spartans. There's a lot to happen. It's this dude that's like seven to eight feet tall. He's like a foot or two feet taller than everyone else. I don't know how he hid in that crowd because <laughs> he was above them all. But he like walks out all massive. And she's like, oh my God, I bet that guy's a massive dong. <laughs> yeah. So with this epic movie, Jessica. Yes. Should our viewers give this movie a second chance, even after hearing us spoil everything? <laughs> I say absolutely give this a second chance. I am so surprised that I'm saying that because, again, I had kind of low expectations. It had been a very long time. And, you know, some things in the early aughts were just fucking wild. This holds up. Um, yeah, again, there's some flaws. Can't always fault the movie for them because it's based on what a crazy ass story that everyone Um, holds to such a high standard for some reason just you know loves it can't get enough of homer um uh, i think to the the visuals across the board are worth watching alone like even if you don't give two shits about the story and you want to just like zone in and out have it on like while you're doing work or, or some or cleaning or something because like you'll look at your screen and just be like god damn it holy shit like the visuals of everything stunning um i think with the exception of pretty face uh, orlando bloom everyone's acting is really good uh i mean if you watch it you might fall in love like i did with eric Bana because it turns out I love that's, him. That's where I fell in love with him. I'm shocked. Because, like, I remember back in the day being like, I like him. And then as an adult woman, I am like, hello, Eric Bana. How you doing? I liked him from that. And then ever since, like, he's just been, like, falling off the radar and stuff. I'm like, get, where are we, Hollywood? Get him yeah! back in there. Put what him we... in everything. Yeah. I get he's Australian. I don't care. Get him in this movie. Get him in there. As my thoughts, my second chance, I will say absolutely give this a second chance. I understand it's three hours and that might seem like a lot and it does feel like a lot, but it's a lot of story, a lot of action, a lot of visuals, a lot of Brad Pitt and not enough Eric Bana. Yeah. Fully agree with all of that. (laughs) So much Eric Bana is great. I mean... Um, it's it's just fun all around, um, and I just I really love the fact that there's not one person or one team that's supposed to be or supposed to as an audience root for. That way, it gives me opportunity to root for everyone and against everyone. Yeah, and that makes the weight of war so much more intense when you don't want anyone to die. It's just yeah, it's 
I'm so shocked by how well I think this movie holds up. Like I said, the only thing in my opinion that doesn't is Orlando Bloom. And he's still great to look at. So you can get past that. <laughs> and his character is supposed to be a little shitbag. So yeah, so, whatever. But he's a pretty shitbag. So it's watchable. Well, guys, that's the show. Give this one a second chance. Yes, we say give Troy a second chance. Uh, thank you again, as always, for listening. Uh, you can find us at Second Chance Movies on Twitter and Instagram. A big, big thank you to Beatty McBeatface for making our dope theme song. We love it so, so much. Um, you can find us on any podcast platform. We're also on YouTube if you want to get the visuals. Like, subscribe, write reviews. It helps us out. It helps us build this, make more content for you guys. So if there's any movies you want us to review, talk about, leave them in the comments. If there's movies you don't want us to ever talk about, leave them in the comments. We love to talk about movies. And hopefully you like to hear us talking about movies. So give us those comments. <laughs> yeah join the conversation too let us know what you think when was the last time you saw troy did you like it are you also now in love with eric banna because you will be i'm telling you <laughs> bye bye booyah <laughs> Second